It's like a baby's toy. I'm totally Batman. Oh, man. Oh. Uh, uh. <laughs> Shh. Communing with the Earth spirits. Welcome to California, bud. Kawabunga. The world of magic. And after that, I just sort of space out for about an hour. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Secondary Heroes Podcast. This week, we're talking about video game adaptations in film and TV. This is your host, Trevor, and joining me as usual is... It's a me, a Prague. I'm an uncharted hitman on Rampage. This is Alexander Wolfgang. Hey, All fellas. done, Uncharted. All right. Uh, uncharted hitman and Rampage. Specific. Okay, nice. Those three. Uh, Very nice. Three games. Well, it was just... It, it worked. It was easy. It did. Uh, we haven't done one of these episodes in a long time, have we? No, we keep reviewing stuff, so this is kind of yeah. nice. Yeah, it's nice to step away from the reviewing and actually talk about a topic. A topic I that's based it. on what we've been reviewing. Crazy. A lot yeah. Of it. Yeah. <laughs> For the most part. Yes, indeed. Yeah. It is the year of video game adaptations. That yeah. is oh, is that yes. what we're talking about? Oh, man. Oh, Alex. <laughs> hey, I didn't have to watch anything this time. It was fantastic. Thank goodness. <laughs> But yeah, video games, man, it's a big thing this year, isn't it? Who would have guessed, too, that going into this year, that it would take mushrooms? Because think how many video game adaptations there's been. But we just had the mushrooms that were evil in Last of Us, and then we have the mushrooms that are power-ups in Mario, and they've taken over the pop culture landscape this year. Yeah, the fungus among us have taken over. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't just come up with that on your own, did you? No, I did. I mean, it's just it's what I do. Oh, my God. Got the Among Us reference, too. Just really wow. good. Ah, anyways. This is going to be fun. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we like video games. All th- That's kind of what we started our podcast doing was talking about Fortnite. So we're kind of going back to our roots, really. Yeah, so, I guess so. The, I mean, the... Fortnite, I, I, so I was thinking about that, and if they were to make a movie out of that, it just, I, I can't see how they could, anyways. But, anyways, it was oh, just I know, I know how it will because I wrote it in my notes today. That's going to be just like Jumanji because The Rock has already talked about making this movie, so You're it's kidding. just going to be Jumanji with him going into the game and bringing friends into the game, and they're going to be different characters and fight and each do other. the same thing. Well. Yeah. Same. Maybe they'll do a Space Jam type of way of looking at it where they... Oh, yeah, it'll be a little bit of that, too, mixed yeah. in, for sure. It'll be a hot mess. Where Thanos can play it. shoot his gauntlet right. against Goku. Oh, no, he'll have a whole, like, TikTok <laughs> twerk dance that was well oh, in the yeah. movie. Yes. Yeah. Anyways, Fortnite. let's get into this. Trevor, where, where are we starting? How are we starting that that's a really really good question because you could start almost anywhere and i think the big thing is starting with now just because why why was it the last of us and mario because there's been hundreds if not thousands of video game adaptations but why did it really resonate this year because we've had success but i don't think we've ever had critically acclaimed success that last of us has had with a video game adaptation 
and Mario's now one of the top. It's going to make over a billion dollars by next week. It's the top grossing animated film of all time and video game adaptations. It, it's the commercial success. So we have both of them. And yep. but why? Why is it this year? Why are audiences finally so receptive? That's a good question. And this is this just came to me right now. Is that we spent, you know, a couple years in lockdown in COVID, and there was nothing else to do but to play video games. And maybe a lot of people went back to that. Like people who had just given up on video games went back and went, hey, I have nothing to do. I can't go anywhere. Maybe I'll play these video games. New, old, doesn't matter. Check them out. And they kind of became the talking point for a lot of people during COVID, like Animal Crossing specifically. Um, So maybe that was it. It was just part of our consciousness for the last few years. And everyone wanted to see those stories on the big screen. That's my guess. Well, I don't know. For Hollywood, I feel like it's the stories are already written. You just have to adapt it to film. Like right, it makes it easier, right? You don't have to hire a screenwriter. Well, you, you do, but you don't have to like hire somebody that's probably good necessarily. Well, I, to write look somebody. At, and as we said in the beginning, look at Last of Us. Last of Us already had a solid groundwork with it. Right. It already had a solid fan base as well. You just needed a great leading uh, couple. And yeah. that's all you need. Mario didn't. I, I never saw Mario, but I don't know if it actually needed to have Chris Pratt to lead that movie. Did I mean? Did I'm guessing you guys have already seen it by now, yeah? I have not. Trevor has seen it. I think I'm the only one who's seen it, but <laughs> I don't think the voice acting is what makes it successful. But what's interesting is that Mario was also the first movie that was adapted from a video game, like. Long time ago. 1993 Ooh. and they made it live action and i don't know if it's making it animated i don't know what it is but this movie is really reaching uncharted territory in terms of uncharted. so many people talked about it. just like when they're talking about it has like one of the lowest drops from week one to week two where everyone saw it and said it was good and told all their friends, and then they went and saw it. And then week three is now one of the smallest week three. It's one of the biggest week three box offices ever. So this movie's going to have a super long tail to it, and we don't really have movies like that anymore. A lot of movies now have a big, huge opening weekend, and then it's dead. Let's wait for it to come out on streaming or whatever. Yeah. Well, and I want to jump back to the 1993 Mario movie, because at least with this one, they're staying true to who Mario, what a Goomba is, who Bowser is, X, Y, Z. The P- the directors of the 1993 movie never even saw Mario, the video game. They were told it's a movie. It's going to be a movie about a plumber that goes un- into tunnels. And, yep. and they pretty much came up with whatever they wanted. Now, fun story, when I was, I think I was probably 13, I guess, when this movie came out, so 12, 13, um, I had read, before the movie even came out, in Highlights Magazine, if you remember that, back in the day, those of you who were older in our audience, um, and they didn't, they had that interview with the people behind the scenes. I saw pictures, I'm like, that is not a Goomba. And the quote was directly, oh no, we've never played the video game, we've never even seen it. And that's when I knew, I'm like, before I even saw the movie. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not going to see this movie, but I did anyway, and it was awful. And I was like, what is this? This is not Mario. I loved Mario, right. and I was obsessed with Mario as a kid. And I go and see this movie. I'm like, what is this? I mean, I can watch it in retrospect and make fun of it and have fun with how goofy right. and campy it is. But 
that was not Mario. That's but why when they, they do turn, well. Even in that one, they even turned Luigi into the main character and right. how him and Princess Peach actually had the love connection. It was like, give, just, just watch <sighs> someone else play the first level and then you'll get a better idea of this. I wonder if it's an homage to the source material resonates better because Last of Us nails the source material. Like, they have a few mm-hmm. different inflection points built within the world, but they actually go beat for beat. Like, the finale is a sequence that you play in the game. Like, it, they do that. Right. And you can tell that with the Mario movie, everyone who made it, and they work directly with Nintendo, loves Mario. The way they included the soundtrack, the way they have all these Easter eggs from all the different video games that Mario's been in over time, you can just tell. And I wonder if it's caring about the source material is what makes them finally resonate because to your point there was a lot of early games or game movies whether it's mario street fighter mortal kombat laura croft resident evil doom and they're all like versions on it. it's like based on you know it's not necessarily this is just like the video game <clears throat> yeah you're right i think Two is that they underestimated how many people actually played these games and that love mm-hmm. these games. And I think once you capitalize on that, yeah, you're going to get good returns on your investment. Because um, so many people play video games now. It's not like this like niche thing that only nerds do like back in the 80s and 90s. It was it's everybody of all ages, all types, everyone plays video games now. So, yeah, if you are going to do it, pay homage to the source material. Um, I think another point would be the music. Music is extremely important. I think you had mentioned this last last week, Trevor, to me at least, that the music in the Mario Brothers movie was the music from the video games. Like it brings back that sense of nostalgia, right? You go, oh, I remember that. The same thing with Last of Us used the main theme song. They create a whole new theme song just for the show. That'd be silly. Um, music plays a big part in video games. So if you are able to, you know, utilize the music the soundtrack from the video games that's going to help too moving forward and i think that's also helped with the success of these two yeah absolutely yeah music it's that thing that just inherently sparks your mind i I just don't know if it's your sense of hearing has such a strong trigger to memories but it feels like music can spark nostalgia maybe Mm -hmm. the strongest oh absolutely it's it's uh, okay, I've got two albums that whenever I hear them, I get taken. Some 41 and Alien Ant Farm. For some reason, when I did my European trip, all I had was those two albums. So anytime so I hear one of, of them, right? so every time I think of uh, right. or I, I hear one of those songs, it takes me right back to being in France or England or whatever. But exactly. the one thing that I wanted to ask you guys, and I know that you, I, I don't believe you guys favored this movie very well, but it felt like after Ready Player One came out, I felt like there was almost like a more surge of better video game movies. And could it be a little piece of like, hey, Ready Player One was a, a big success. At least the book was a huge success. The movie mm-hmm. helped with the nostalgia factor of some of these older video games. Do you think that that could be a fun little jumping off point for this stuff? Because... All of a sudden, it's like, boom, now we've got Mario. We've got all these other things that we're now talking about universes. Yeah, that was kind of like the multiverse version of the video game adaptations. You had everything in that movie. But you also had all pop culture, too, for sure. Yeah, of course. Um, and it helps that it was Spielberg, you know, that directed that that film. Um, 
Yeah, I guess so. I think it kind of primed people, but it was kind of, I feel like that was almost too long ago now. You know, it's pre-COVID era. So I don't know if it really yeah, okay, did much for mind. that aspect of it. But I do, I mean, I do know a lot of people resonated with that aspect of seeing those characters that they thought they probably would never see on the big screen for any reason. Um, so right. maybe they were like, hey, you know what? This is something that I want more of. And we get to have more of that now. So, And I guess another another one I think that resonates is Wreck-It Ralph. Maybe Yeah, that was kind when, of a big deal, when, huh? Yeah, when Wreck-It Ralph came out, and then even the second movie, which nobody really talks about, that really exploded a whole video game renaissance as well for v- movies. Sure. Especially the retro games, because that's like really harkens back to appeal to people that aren't just young like if you made a movie those Fortnite is a very particular audience but if you make something that's based on an 80s arcade game that just has a wider stretch to connect to people yeah i mean you have the kids in the door right with the animated stuff and then you have the adults have to sit through it and yeah they're gonna enjoy that well and that's so for instance the ready player one or or even the wreck it ralph they I noticed that both of them like to hit on that retro stuff for the older crowd, but they also like to hit the new stuff. Ready Player One had a lot of uh, Street Fighter references, but it also had Atari references. And same with Wreck-It Ralph. Wreck-It Ralph had, you know, like a Mario Kart-esque type of thing, but it also had, hey, over here you could still play a, like a Rampage type of game. So it's it it feels like they're juggling this whole we're going to hit the new school with the old school with some of these movies. And right now we're in a climate for movies that it almost has to be a guaranteed success for it to reach theaters. Like, yeah, a lot of studios are cutting back on experimenting or trying anything. And so if you cut down to the core idea of what are video games, Mario, like, Literally, somehow in a survey, Mario outpaced Mickey Mouse in being recognized for as many people as possible. It was close. It was like 94% versus 92%, but 94% of people surveyed knew who Mario was. You grab any random group of people to have 94% recognizing anything is pretty tough. Anything. Anything at all. (laughs) (laughs) Any person, any entity, any character. Yeah, that's pretty nuts. But to Prague's point with... COVID and the pandemic, what's really interesting is that Valentine's Day 2020, it's before the world shut down. Like the pandemic mm-hmm. was on the news. It was like, oh, that, that's something that's happening, you know, elsewhere. It's not happening here yet. You know, we're, we're not too worried yet. Oh, it's just like the flu, all those things that people said. And right. Sonic came out. I feel like Sonic right. had to walk for Mario to run, which is ironic because Sonic's <laughs> all about running. But <laughs> <laughs> Sonic, he... It's a live action thing, but people were like, you know, it was good for a video game movie. I remember that was the most common review of Sonic. It's <laughs> it good, good for a video know, for game, a video game, game movie. Because yeah. video games have that stink. Video game movies that, oh, they've been so bad. And it's tough to overcome that perception wise. But I feel like Sonic was just good enough for people to give Mario a chance. Yeah, well, that's interesting. I never thought about that. I actually kind of forgot the Sonic movie existed, to be well, honest with you. But even yeah, with like two this- movies. Yeah, yeah, two movies. Oh my god, there's <laughs> a second. I don't remember yeah. seeing the second one. I don't. Know, I haven't now? seen the second one. <laughs> oh, it came I out last year. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> well, okay. So when we jump back to Sonic, though, it, having, I think having that amount of news with Sonic when they first 
showed what Sonic was going to look like, and then mm. the out the the outcry from fans everywhere, pretty much saying this this isn't Sonic, you can't put this out type of thing. And now there, I mean, even that is even being joked about in other movies, which is hysterical. But yeah. I think seeing these companies seeing that amount of people and the love that they have for these video games that right there was like a huge, like I'm like, getting oh, the hey, internet. Yeah. Everybody right here is telling me we want this in a we different way. We want it right. Yeah. We, we, want, we it. want it right. Exactly. It just right. like Mario. That's I think Mario was perfect for them because Sonic, it just like you said, Sonic walked so Mario could run. You're absolutely right. Which is weird. I yeah. wonder <laughs> if it, it ties it all together. <laughs> you know, it's just the beloved IP and that, it has to be a beloved IP. It has to be a really strong IP for it to even become a movie. And then you see that people really care about these IPs. They don't want you to, like, we've seen taking video games and just butchering them. Like, that's right. not like the video game at all. And so maybe it all kind of connects together. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, that's that's kind of the theme of everything in Hollywood the last decade or so. IPs. Yeah. Um, and what, what better IP than, than video games, really? So then it's kind of like this untapped, even though it's been done, like, but it really is untapped. Because um, they haven't quality. done it right yet. It's yeah. really interesting because like, it's a fun juxtaposition when you think of Uncharted versus Last of Us. Like we, we've definitely focused on movies, but Uncharted's a movie and it's just mediocre. It's mid. It, it's not bad. It's not good. It's just, it's something that happened and you forget about it. And yeah. Last of Us, it's made literally by the same studio as a video game naughty dog makes both but they're so different when it comes to being on screen is it doing 10 hours versus two hours is it actually taking like i wonder how much was the difference of hbo taking their time versus sony just literally releasing a movie with something they already have well sony's terrible so it's probably sony yeah but um <laughs> throwing them under the bus because they're awful um, I think that you could have done Uncharted as a movie and have it be just as good as The Last of Us show, but in a different way. But I, I think, yeah, I think this just they didn't care. I just don't think they cared much, much about the source material. And I think that's the difference. If you care about the source material and you hit those beats that made gamers remember moments. Like, I remember so many different moments in video games that, like, I think, of, think back on all the time that stand out to me that are fantastic for whatever reason. And you put those in your show or movie, and then your audience is going to eat it up and love it. Yeah, it could be a small moment too, but it could be, still be impactful. You know? And hey, I'm still hoping how... for a good Assassin's Creed movie. So yeah, I, I know Assassin's Creed has some iconic sequences oh. of playing. Oh my it. god! And it could be so good. It could be so good. There's there's still hope. You know? I really do I mean, think so. At, I think with these, look at Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat was great. They were able fun. to figure it out. They figured it out and made it work. I mean, the old 90s one was fun, but the new one it's, really it's dove okay. into more <laughs> lore, though. But, uh, right. well, it was fun. It's fun. It's a fun, bad movie. Come on, Prague. Right. right. <laughs> Video game movies should be fun. And I yeah, feel it like... it should be fun, if anything. They definitely... That's what I think Last of Us can kind of counter people like oh you know it's just a, it's a fun video game thing it's for kids like last of us is not a kid's show at all mm -hmm. it, it's extremely adult with a lot of adult concepts going on and i feel like you can have both 
you can have an in-depth thing based on a video game and go really dive deep into a world. Because video games, what they do is they have to create a world for you to play in. Whatever that world is, they have to create a world. Every Mm -hmm. single video game creates a world for you to play in. So all the world building's already been done for you. It's then you can do you can have a fun story and just go bounce around the Mushroom Kingdom, or you can go really deep and see how humans react to an apocalypse. But they both come from the same point. Yep. It's just a matter of how you take that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. So could this be another thing too? Um, Hmm. The fact that the the generation that we are now, we grew up with Mario. Like, we're the ones who are, like, we would now want to show our kids, hey, this is what I grew up with, and this is now something that you are enjoying, too, if you're playing Mario Kart, or this is something that we could share together. Um, back when the original Mario movie came out, or all these other video game movies, like, let's just say Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter. Okay. I was I was maybe eight or nine. I'm not able to pay for that stuff. My parents are like, this is stupid. They don't play video games. All right. the other kids my age, their play- parents didn't play video games. They didn't care about it. So I think now, now really is the best right. time for this because the kids who were playing the video games back then are the ones who are like, hey. Have kids now. They can take those kids exactly. to, the, to the movies to watch these things. Watch yes. them with them. Not only that, it, it's when you're or when all of us were kids, your parents aren't going to play the video games with you. You know, now if you grew up playing video games, you want to play video games with your kids. It's it's a whole mm-hmm. different dynamic. Right. <laughs> well, I think now is a good time for some socials. Like a oh social break wow! Is in order. Oh, I'm glad you said that because I totally <laughs> forgot. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I was like, hmm. Well, hey, everybody, (laughs) make sure to check us out over on CrossTheStreamsMedia.com. You can leave us a voicemail. You can go there. You can find all of our episodes, everything on YouTube. You can find You can leave us a review over there. You can do a whole lot on CrossTheStreamsMedia.com. And you can find other really fun shows. Last week, we had uh, Front Row Negative as a guest. Uh, Who knows? Maybe we'll have more guests coming soon. Uh, And... Yeah, we like to cross the streams, if I may. Uh, if you don't want to go to crossthestreamsmedia.com, check us out on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Fa- Facebook. Because that's a thing now. <laughs> it's like uh, Spaceballs, but Facebook? Nice. Exactly. Like Facebook, all at Secondary Heroes. Make sure to go over to YouTube. Check us out on at Secondary Heroes. Uh, drop a like on our video, man. We, you know, it gets more people seeing us. Because we want to be seen. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, leave a review. Leave a five-star review. That pushes us out even farther. We want to be heard because that's why we do this, I guess. I really don't know. Hey, but remember, all of this is free for you. It's priceless to us. Excellent. So wow, that was hard. <laughs> that, that's kind Not of where we stand. But obviously, with the success of both Last of Us and Mario, I hope you're ready for the absolute avalanche and onslaught of video game adaptations. Hollywood's going to throw every single video game they can get their hands on against the wall and see what sticks. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Here we go. It's all coming. I thought, okay, so the other day, I put Tetris on, 
And when I originally heard that they were going to make a Tetris movie, I thought, oh, no, how are you going to do this? And then it was phenomenal. It was really great. It was about the story of how Tetris got made and how Tetris got released into the U.S. And wow, there's a whole lot of stuff that happens with Tetris because you're dealing with the Russians, you're dealing with America, and you're dealing with the Brits. And it is all over the place, man. It's it's a lot of fun. And, I mean, I think the guy who played Elton John... And, Tanner Egerton. Thank you. That's the name I was looking for. He's the lead, and he is fantastic. It is a very good movie. I encourage everybody to go watch Tetris. You can find it, I believe... Uh, where uh, can you find it? HBO? <laughs> no idea. No, I'll, I'll look it up. You guys continue. Right. I'll find it. But I like that the Tetris movie wasn't just the pieces like the emoji movie, and they were like <laughs> interacting with one another. Two hours of that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, it's on Apple TV. All right. There you go. There you go. Well, what's next? The Tamagotchi movie? That'd be fun. I, I'm not just doubting the Tamagotchi that creatures <laughs> moving around. It could be. Hey. Yeah, that's what they we can call make an movie. Pikachu. Yeah, see. So Detective Pikachu. Much... I really enjoyed Detective Pikachu. I did too. I thought it was a very fun movie. Ryan Reynolds, you can't go wrong. And with Detective Pikachu and a Mario movie, it does make you wonder: mm. Is Nintendo like building a shared universe where all these things happen? One interesting point is that in the Mario movie, I know you guys haven't seen it, but Peach mm-hmm. is looking up at the stars, and she's like, "You know, there's a lot of universes out there." Oh, and she just what? drops it. Oh, <laughs> she just drops it out there, and they move on. Wow. <laughs> Anyways, carrying on. <laughs> you sure she didn't wink at the camera? When she did that? <laughs> There's a lot of universes out there. Uh, you guys want to share another mush- mushroom? All right. <laughs> we take enough of these, we could probably visit those. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, fun. That's gonna happen for sure. If if and when if if or when whatever that this does happen, that there is going to be a Nintendo universe. Please, please, please. This is me begging to the universe right now. Make a Star Fox movie. I want Star Fox so bad. I am a giant Star Fox fan. I I feel like the the question is, how do you do it if you're Nintendo? Because Mario 2, Yoshi's story has to come out. There has to be some kind of aspect to that. And it's kind of, do you follow the Marvel aspect? Because Iron Man 2 came out really quick. It was like Iron Man, and then it was Hulk, and then Iron Man 2. Before Thor, Captain America even showed up, we already had Iron Man 2. So we could have Mario 2 before we do these other things, but then what order do we do this? When do we do a Zelda movie? When do we have Link make an appearance? When do we do a a Metroid movie and Samus makes an appearance? We have to have Star Fox, because we're all building to one particular thing, which is Super Smash Brothers. That way you have your Avengers movie. But you have to start with the original cast. you got to get those original Avengers... And it's a matter of, as Nintendo, what do you gamble on outside of Mario? Again, I told you, super recognizable. But what do you think is second tier for Nintendo? I would argue right now it's Zelda just because Breath of the Wild was such a big deal on Switch. And we have a sequel coming out, which people are super hyped for. It has to be Zelda. It's definitely Zelda. But here's my question before we we started on this tangent was, how would you film this? Would you continue doing all of it animated? Or would some of it be live action and mixed? Because if you think about Star Fox would do well with the furries. 
Like it would go over oh. amazingly well with furries. Well, so you could okay. do a live action with the suits. I love that you just brought that up because technically I'm not joking though. Like I'm joking kind of, but I'm not really. I think it could do pretty well. Well, so technically Sonic is a part of the Nintendo universe as well in a Correct. way. It's it's a they way. licensed him to be part of Smash Brothers. So that's a live action with animated. I, you kinda, same with Detective Pikachu. Same with Detective yep. Pikachu. It's almost like they've they're kind of are they pigeonholing themselves? Because you're gonna want these these characters in the universe eventually. Not really. I mean, if you use like say the same voice actors that play like a live action version, and you bring them into Smash Brothers as a cartoon movie, like the Spider Verse kind of a thing. Like that could work. Be like, oh, that's recognizable because that's the same voice actor or the whatever that yeah, played him in a live action Sonic. Something. Right. Something like that. Whatever the case may be. Ooh, or if boy. you had, like, say you, you do have Link and Link is an actual actor on screen. And then, but that voice, he voices then the, the cartoon version of himself in the Smash Brothers movie. Mm-hmm. Somehow. Because I think that the, it's easier to put live action into animated. I think it would be really weird to be like, Here's live action Mario now. Right. Yeah, you don't want to do that. No. <laughs> For sure. But I definitely want a live action Zelda at some point. Is Captain Lou Albino still alive? Because he can he can easily just jump back no into idea. that Mario Mario. There's so many people that I thought were, were dead that are still alive, so possibly. Every day I'm like, <laughs> I have no idea. But that sounds yeah. like a whole nother episode that we can get into. Uh <laughs> 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 Oh man, it's a lot. No, that's it, it's just such an interesting thing because it, games, for the most part, they all look like animation cartoons. So it, some why, are looking more photorealistic now, but yeah, there's for the more most and more part. photo, and that's a whole different. That's when you're going to lend yourself for The Last of Us. Like, there's the really right. bright colors, poppy idea of animated style, but then you have a Last of Us style game, but. Just to focus on Nintendo, I think the only reason it's really a possibility is because Universal, who owns the uh, Illumination Studio, Mm -hmm. they want something to compete with Disney. This will do it. They need some kind of shared universe to compete with Disney because Warner Brothers, they're going to keep trying the same shared universe over and over and over again. They're going to bring in different creative minds ad nauseum. You're going to see Batman... Every different way you possibly can for every decade, for the rest of it's your life, <laughs> it's yep. just always going to be some new version. They're gonna, they're doing that, but Universal doesn't really have that, and I think they might have stumbled upon it with the deal with Nintendo. Yeah, they really lucked out with that. Yeah, hmm. like really. Because out if you ever that. go to Universal Studios, you know that they've introduced Super Mario World, and this mm-hmm. is one of the first times that something in their parks they actually produce because Harry Potter World. That's a Warner Brothers property. Simpsons Land, that's Fox, which is under Disney. Like, the big parts of Universal Studios, this is the first time they actually make a movie of something in their parts. Well, yeah, even even Universal Studios Florida, they have a whole Marvel Land. <laughs> wow. I mean, they, yeah. <laughs> which, some of the best rides I've ever ridden is in Marvel Land in uh, Universal Studios Hollywood. Oh, but yeah, or Florida, Florida, not right. Hollywood. Sorry, okay. but yeah, it's it's really interesting. So if Universal does go down this route, 
I mean, Illumination, their big claim to fame is doing the minions and stuff. That can only go so far. Like, yeah. I, I get that's a whole pop culture thing. People like dress as minions and enough. go to things now. That That's not totally fine. But it's not the idea of what Nintendo could be. Because mm-hmm. if you've... Once you, if you've seen Peach in the trailers or in any capacity, she looks very familiar to one character, hmm. and that's Samus. And wouldn't it be cool if Samus is trying to find her little sister this whole time? Ah, oh, <laughs> because like in the movie, Peach just they show her origin story for how she arrives in Mushroom Kingdom, and okay. that's why Samus has been going. Like, there's no reason for Samus to do what she's been doing. No, unless they give her this plot. <laughs> See, but that's the problem is you got Pauline as well. There's also Pauline. Then there's all these other female characters in the Mario universe that... Maybe they're all related. Who knows? Hey, Rosalina needs to be connected somehow. Hmm. Oh, man. Ooh, this just got fun. But it, it just it's a really cool idea because Samus isn't... Metroid isn't, like, the big thing, especially because Nintendo hasn't released a really good Metroid game in a long time. They It's right. kind of... On the super back border, kind of like Star Fox, but it would, yeah. as Nintendo, it also helps you go and sell video games. Hey, let's make a new Star Fox game to come out with the release of a Star Fox movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, and they've Have already somehow. Uh, and with Super Mario Land, what perfect timing that that just opened a few months ago, and now we've got a movie that mm-hmm. people are now going to be eyeballing. I'm on this place really hard. I, want, I gotta go there now. Yeah. So yeah. Gotta get all the merch because they sell like popcorn buckets that are the Power Star and all kinds of stuff. I still have my season pass. I should probably go. Yeah, check it out. Yeah. Power up. I, I do want to go really bad. <laughs> <sighs> but okay, oh, so I, I know that we said uh, which one we think would come out next, which is most likely going to be Zelda, Link, and all that. What Nintendo universe would you guys want? Like, what are we wanting to see? Join, oh, I mean, join this for me, universe. It's, it's Metroid. It's very talked about that. Okay, so, so Metroid. I'll move on from that. But Metroid for me, for sure. Okay. It's one of my favorite favorite games from Nintendo. So probably that. Okay. Sorry, hey. I... I feel like maybe I jumped backwards then. <laughs> no, no. For me, I I would love to see an Animal Crossing movie. I don't know that how makes they the would most do sense, it. I think right now, but yeah. it would be you could do anything. Like, do you focus on Tom Nook, or do you focus on all the villagers, or do you focus on the human element? Because I love the idea that there's been an apocalypse and there's only a few humans left, and so Tom Nook is literally rounding them up to try to help them survive on these random islands that he has access to. That's mm-hmm. why all of the animals speak and everything. It's like a Planet of the Apes type of future. I really like that storyline. That, that's super creepy, and I don't think that's what Nintendo would go for. <laughs> I, no. <laughs> you never know. They might might work. I, like I would love an Animal Crossing movie. Yeah, I think after the pandemic, that was such a big hit. It would make sense for them to do it. It might be a little bit late for it now, but... I. I'm sure there's still plenty of people that play it, and it will. I know it'll be fine. I think it might work better as a TV show, but I'm not too sure if Universal wants to do it on their own streaming platform or not. I don't know if enough a people TV really show would be subscribed to it. Interesting. I know a lot of people are subscribed to Peacock. Oh, is that Peacock that owns Universal? That's yeah, right. Universal owns okay. Peacock. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, because I think that, I think it would work better that way in like shorter segments, like little little animated segments or something. It could be a really good sitcom type of thing because you could exactly. go to all the different Quick villagers simple, have a funny. different storyline yeah. every time. I mean, if you go on, like I have people that I follow that still play it, and they post like the funniest screen caps. Like, there's so much humor in that game that yeah. you can get away with, um, a lot of puns and everything. So, I get something that could be that could work better as a TV show. I don't necessarily see it as a full length feature. But it's more ways to milk that money. Well, and that's another interesting thing. Let's, uh, what would what would Nintendo want to do for certain? Is there going to be certain games that are going to work better as TV shows, and which ones would that even be? Like, how would you? Would it be just like the Marvel universe where everything's intertwined, where you oh, kind of sure have to watch, where you have to watch this? silly show that what what were you guys talking about i have no idea because i know the the interesting aspect of (laughs) nintendo is that a lot of their games aren't very story driven like the plot of mario is very simple there's not this whole oh i i don't even know who this character is what is the motives here it's pretty cut and dry princess is captured save princess Okay, that's, that's and that's like Marvel, they have a whole history of very extensive storylines and intertwined, connected comic books that have been happening for 40, 50 years. And I feel like you could, you don't have to have required viewing. Like, say you did a TV show about Kirby, but you didn't watch it, and then Kirby shows up. You're like, Get oh, it. I I know Kirby. He's that inflatable pink guy. And he can show up in Smash Brothers without you having watched anything Kirby-based. Because the storyline doesn't need to be as deep. It's not as like, oh, man, did you see that Kang was actually in Loki and now it makes sense when he's in Ant-Man? It, it's irrelevant. It doesn't matter. <laughs> gotcha. I liked my yeah. joke. Yeah. Well, and okay, so maybe that's that could be why these movies are also working. You said it perfectly that, yeah, there's really not much story to a lot of these Nintendo games from the past. I mean, what link has got to save Zelda. Yep. Same, same idea, right? You go castle to castle until you find her just like Mario goes castle to castle to find her. It's it. That's probably why these work better as movies and not TV shows. When, when then we go back to like Last of Us, where it's like, this is episodic. Like, you have to spend a lot of time here. We don't need yeah. to spend 10 hours with Mario. I just need a good 90 minutes with Mario to get a good story out of it. Yeah, I agree. It's a really tight hour and 32 minutes, too. Like, mm-hmm. There's really no wasted scenes. Yeah. Huh. Oh, there you go. I, they said the pre-order for that movie on disc does not come until November, and I have no idea how that is possible in 2023. Crazy, right? Usually things are on streaming in like a month. I have no idea what, what Nintendo and Universal are doing with that one. That's weird. So maybe we're going to keep have to in theaters forever. Long. Maybe the know. pre-order is the just like a temporary placeholder date. They don't want to actually reveal what it is, but... Hopefully not. Unless they have some other deal going, like a streaming deal before the disc comes out. That's my only guess. Maybe. I don't know. I hope so. Good lord. So I'm not going to buy the movie. <laughs> I I told... I, so at dinner tonight, I was like, I kind of want to see this Mario movie. And everybody's like, why? These are people who don't play video games, obviously. But, but it was like... 
I don't know. I hear really good things, but I'm not. I'm not gonna go buy a disc or anything like that. Anyways, right, I don't. Right. I don't know. No, it makes sense. I'm kind of in the same boat. Like, yeah. I'm about so, to watch on streaming somewhere if I already paid for it. I know that we've been talking a lot about Nintendo, but there are a lot of other, like for instance, Sony has a really, really good, strong story with Final Fantasy. Could we possibly see a new version of Final Fantasy? Like they were the first to do a uh, what is it? Hyper realistic, like movie. CGI, full length yeah. CGI movie that bombed terribly. Yeah. Could we get something like that again because of Mario's doing so well? Maybe. Hopefully. I would I would say that might work better as like an HBO type show. Because Final like Fantasy, that. I mean you have so many games to work with in each one. No, just kind shares of the name. Yeah, that, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> so you could dive into whichever one you wanted to, and it has some of the best art in any video game ever. Like Final Fantasy is just that you know what it would actually work i think really well as a netflix series because netflix the one thing they are doing good now right now is their animated series oh you're thinking adult stuff yeah i'm thinking keep it animated and make it like um like arcane like shows like that like uh, edge runners like all these shows are a little bit i I totally forgot about league of legends arcane but that is one of my favorite tv shows that i've seen recently you know me i'm not the biggest animation (laughs) holy cow that is fantastic yeah so yeah do it in that vein i think you're gonna get a lot of people liking and those are a big hit for netflix um so yeah why why ruin what's broken they have a great artwork in those games keep the artwork keep the art especially because live action with what they do in final fantasy would be pretty tough yeah and, you know, i don't know if i really like care guys to see in that. cosplay trying yeah. to do that no yeah i don't need that <laughs> so i'll go you get comic-con for that i'm good <laughs> and just like you said final fantasy it almost it's almost like no matter what game you're playing it all usually has a pretty solid story. I the first mm-hmm. Final Fantasy game I ever played was on my Game Boy, like my original gray Game Boy, mm-hmm. and it was one of the first Final Fantasy games to ever came out. And I was like, there were moments in the game where I was emotional, reading the text on the screen, going, "Oh my, I can't this lose this like, character. I can't lose." No, no, this was probably six years ago. <laughs> when i was a little kid i couldn't get through a final fantasy game now as an adult i'm playing it going wait where are you, you jump off the castle don't go down with don't them. do it what are you doing oh my god dude. <sighs> and there were moments where i'm like i i'm getting a little emotion anyways final fantasy has great stories I want to see even Final Fantasy 7. I'll never forget when Final Fantasy 7 came out. It was the biggest thing ever. I would love to see. I would love to see that on a TV show so I don't have to play it because I don't have to mention that I didn't I didn't even think about Final Fantasy for for that purpose. Probably they they already had done it and it didn't work out. But I do think now's the time so much better. Yeah, it would work so much better because you care about it. Square Enix wants money. They like Square Enix is like, I'll take money. Sure. <laughs> I think they need money, don't they? And Square Enix yeah. is probably in a tougher position than some video game makers. Mm-hmm. Right, but they're I mean, but they're still with Sony, aren't they? I thought that they uh, had who's with who right now, okay. honestly. Yeah, I I know. thought they were, but maybe they're not now anymore. Yeah, don't listen to me. Don't listen to me. No, you right. do like Arcane, it's surprisingly gritty. As Final Fantasy is gritty, I think it helps. Like if it's too mm. kind of like over the top it 
Oh, I, Castlevania I like... was another one that that came out recently that was really good. Oh my god, everybody! Same idea. You're right, Trevor. Like, keep it gritty. Yeah, yeah. It depends on the, the game. Like that new yep. Fallout show that right. you're referencing behind you. That yes. has to be gritty. And it will be. So I, so I, we were talking before the show. So you, Fallout's coming to HBO, and it's the same people that did Westworld. So if you watch Westworld, that show is effed up. I'm pretty sure this show will be gritty. <laughs> For sure. I mean, it has to be. It's Fallout. So you got to see limbs flying everywhere. It's, the best it's ironic. Just So in terms of mobile games, there's a Fallout Shelter game where you create your yeah. little Fallout Shelter, and it, it's like a little yeah. simulation building game. A Westworld game came out like a year later and it was the exact game same thing and the makers of fallout shelter had to sue them <laughs> and they had to take westworld down off the store but it was wow. the same identical game so it's funny to have the westworld That's creators ironic. making a fallout show yeah. it's very ironic. It's ironic like here we'll get them back we'll, we'll show you let's get those guys to make it i don't know that's pretty funny. Uh, i love hearing about Long these times. mobile games and then thinking about the angry birds movies well that was a thing well no (laughs) speaking of angry birds movies and we talked about sonic Mm -hmm. sega bought rovio the makers of angry birds for 776 million dollars so it wasn't just like a small little purchase and i think it's more probably for the movies than the video games which is really interesting plays the games anymore right that is interesting because now I want a Weird. shared universe where Sonic slingshots into pigs or something. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Rolls into their house. <laughs> oh my god! But that—that's another one. I forgot about that. Yeah, a lot of forgetful adaptations and stuff. Oh my god! Movies. There's a ton of forgetful. I had to start. I'm like looking up movies, going, "Wow, they actually did that." Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So some ones are kind of rough around the edges. Um. Well, anyways, are there other adaptations you guys would like to see? Oh, I want them to continue on this whole train with Mortal Kombat. But continue on, all right. But could but could with Mortal Kombat, could they start getting more and more gory like the video game? Because then you're gonna start losing more and more people. Because the maybe, movie maybe wasn't not. that gory. Sure. Right. But it it, it just it, it succeeded off of a great story rather than being, you know, disgusting <laughs> like like the video game is. Like my so my only critique of that movie, even though I had fun watching it, was that it it just wasn't gory enough for me. Oh, you personally. needed it to be gory. Yeah, but you're a horror gory. fan too. I, yeah, that's true. But I think you could balance the two. I think you can take the fun of that movie and the the well written kind of narrative that kind of I'm not going to call it well written, but it's better than the the first one for sure. But take that, you know, the the, the lore, and then add some more campy gore to it. Doesn't have to be over the top, but you know, just add a little bit more to it. I think it'd be good. I think it'd do work really well. Hmm. That's another one that could work well as a series instead of a movie, possibly. Yes. Different big oh fights my each God. week. You know, totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, follow. Yeah. But even that that can turn into a universe builder as well. Of you course. Fo- you follow one character for a season, then you follow another character or something like that. Sure. I don't know. I, you know, I, it makes me think I would love to see like them. Uh, when I say them, I mean, Hollywood, I would yeah. love to see Hollywood maybe remake the wizard. And how would you put the wizard together in this day and age with these type of 
movies, having mm. a kid bouncing from video game to video game. I don't know. Trying to get to California. <laughs> California for the Fortnite Championship. FNCS Championship. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, he doesn't you, swear the whole time. You wrote it. You wrote it. Toxic You're such a noob. Bastard. You're garbage. Yeah. You're garbage. You're trash, yeah. kid. You're trash. Yeah. Wow. Well, toxic Terry. Yeah. Never mind. I just, I was trying to find a reason to bring up the wizard, the wizard? in yeah. this, in this conversation. It's, worked. it's oh, one okay. of my, it's, it's one of those movies that you just, yeah, you love to see Good it. times. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know if it could be made today, honestly, but no. yeah, it'd be fun to think about. Yeah. It would be too toxic. So, I'm sorry. <laughs> one interesting juxtaposition that I thought about, I was like, what game do you really enjoy? And so, mm -hmm. Jedi Fallen Order and now Jedi Survival, oh, which is coming it's out on my list. Yeah. It's really interesting to think of a movie creating a video game that isn't just playing through what happens in the film. There's a lot of video games where you just play the course of the film, sure, but it's actually the same thing, taking right? the lore and the storyline of a movie based franchise and making a different story and then wanting to see that come back and be made yes. into a show. It's a really interesting juxtaposition. Yeah, it's the first. It was one of the first ones that came to my mind today. I was like, I really want to see Fallen Order on the show. It's a great story. Like, it's a great story, great characters, great locations. They went all over the place. They weren't on Tatooine, so it visually was stunning, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and it was kind of dark, you know. It was kind of messed up. So that'd be yeah. I would love to see that. And it's kind of weird because that was not. It is a video game, but it's really a video game based on a movie. So I want a movie based on a video game based on movies. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's full circle. And another full one circle. that came out this year is Hogwarts Legacy, where, again, it's an IP that I enjoy, regardless right. of anything else, because I'm good at separating the art from the artist. And right. I really enjoyed Hogwarts Legacy. And they're talking about remaking Harry Potter, the books, as a TV show, when Hogwarts Legacy is it's set right thing, right? before all of the stuff. Like, there's no Grindelwald or Dumbledore or... Voldemort, none of that. Of course, there's no Harry. It's set before that period, and it creates its own storyline. And I would like to see that made into a show rather than the same exact story that's been right. in books and movies. That we've all <laughs> seen multiple times. Yeah, I'm just surprised they didn't do that. Like it's they had a really well-thought-out storyline from this game. Hmm. And it's a brand-new storyline that wasn't written by... The original author. Right? <laughs> so it would be perfect. It would have been perfect for HBO, this new HBO Max, which is just called Max Now, Max. by the way, coming out. Really? Yeah. God, I can't keep up with all this, man. Who knows? It changes you know. every day. Um, Next Max. year, it's going to be called Max Plus. Max. <laughs> Max Plus X. And then there's the late at night one, Max X, X, X. <laughs> oh, with Vin Diesel? Oh, okay, cool. But yeah, for Vin Diesel, <laughs> of course. Max Headroom um, and and Vin Diesel, yeah. Yeah. Max X X X X. Sorry. Oh God, yes. <laughs> Good old Max Headroom. Um, the only other one I wanted to mention, just because it is also a fairly popular franchise, I think would work well. Um, whether it's a TV show or movie, would be Red Dead Redemption. Um. Yes. Okay. Very popular. I don't want to play the video game. I want to watch this. Just give it yeah. to me so I can consume. So I don't have to. It's hold the same thing as The Last of Us. Yeah, there's there's a lot of people in your shoes that keep hearing about it, but they don't want to sit around at a campfire for you know 12 hours <laughs> in a game or play poker. Not only that, that 
that's a show that wouldn't have to be heavy on CGI because it's based no, exactly. on the Old West. So you don't Old have to. West. Yep. People love Old West. Like that Scrubs was a backyard. super hot genre. Then it fell out. <laughs> yep. Now I think it's time for a comeback. It's time for a comeback. <laughs> Redemption. And I think it's a great story. I think both of them are a great story. And I say do it in the order they came out because the second one is actually a prequel. But you start with the original and we go back to the prequel. Do that. Bang, it's already written for you. And, and you're right. Like Alex to watch it. People people are nuts over Westerns. Look at 1885. Is that what it is? 1886 or something? No idea. The, the prequel to uh, Yellowstone. Isn't no, all no that idea. just Western storylines? Yes, it's all Western stuff, yeah. I think. It's all don't Western give me stuff. the I don't have an idea. <laughs> you literally just answered my question. I'm just being silly. <laughs> yeah, Westerns are kind of starting to come back a little bit, so I think that could work pretty easily. And it's gory, and there's lots of yeah, just lots of violence and uh, nudity and fun stuff. So, be a good HBO show, a Max show. So, there's something that is actually in production that I did want to talk about. Ah, uh, yeah. you didn't want to talk Bioshock. about? Okay, we can move on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, what, what was it? They're making Bioshock. Like Bioshock. Oh, is are they actually the going to make? I heard they're it, teasing it, it for a long time. Yeah, it's one of the most visually stunning worlds of any video game ever, just in terms of what they created to make okay. that as a hopefully a show. They have is three games to movie? work with. I think it's a show. Do we know who's directing it? Because if it's not Guillermo del Toro, I'm not too sure why they're doing it. <laughs> See, I. That's that's why I'm liking that they're gonna make all this stuff shows and so you don't have to play everything. the games. So I don't have to play the. Oh, games. it's a movie that's going to Netflix. Oh. Interesting. Mm, that could be hit or miss then. Yeah. I mean, unless they're uh -oh. gonna try and build multi <laughs> multiple movies. Ah, that that deserves to be cinematic. Like that is. That's a shame. That's a shame. And it's gonna be directed by the guy who did Hunger Games and I Am Legend. Forget. All right, stand in uh, the water. For, for our listeners, I've never seen Prague's eyes roll so far in the back of his head. Are you talking about one of the most visually stunning video games ever made, and you give it to that person? Well, it's written no though by the guy who did Logan and Blade Runner twenty forty nine. All right, but still, we need visuals too. Yeah, you need the visuals need for Bioshock. Yeah. Like, how do you not get Guillermo del Toro? Somebody like him, somebody that caliber who creates great, unique sets like that. That mm -hmm. style. I don't know. You know, not, there's not probably that Hunger Games doesn't have style. This is not the kind of style I'm, I'm into. There's probably people out there screaming, "Oh, why don't they just talk about this movie? This was a fantastic movie." If you Oops. guys have movies that we are missing here, leave it in the comments. We like want to know these. Something. Yeah. Let, let us know. Let us, Let us know, know a good video game, video or movie, all that stuff. And I'm talking Double Dragon. That one's for you, Jimmy Weber. <sighs> Double Dragon, the movie. I've got it on VHS, actually. I'm sorry, you do. Oh, <laughs> uh, so I did an unboxing, and Jimmy oh. sent uh, the VHS and a bunch of toys. So I'll I'll put the link to that unboxing with this episode nice. just so people can get so people can get double time of all of this yeah. cool yeah, if you're interested in video game movies we are hopefully you are if you've made it this far <laughs> seriously right <laughs> or else what are you doing here 
So, yeah, to everyone listening, let us know. Were you a fan of Last of Us? Were you a fan of Mario? What video games... Are you excited for Nintendo Cinematic Universe? Are you excited for any of the things we mentioned? Is there something we didn't talk about? Some video game that you love, that you would love to see become a movie or TV show? Be sure to reach out to us. And to everyone listening, we hope you enjoyed, and we'll talk to you next time. Prague out. Adios, y'all.